The Fake Show podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations, the Tone Factory Recording Studios in Las Vegas, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, Mr. Antenna, and Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. It's The Fake Show with Jim Tofty. In between E Street Band and Crazy Horse work, Nils Lofgren somehow fit in his first tour with his own band in over 15 years. The result is this great rockin' double live album, and I've got Nils Lofgren on the line right now from his home in Arizona. Hey, Jim. Hey, Nils. Welcome back to the program. We miss you here in Las Vegas. And, and uh, how are you and your family doing? What have you been doing these last few months? Well, of course, we've been uh, basically quarantined down here in uh, Scottsdale, Phoenix area. And um, I've just been trying to be as safe as we can be with our two elder dogs, our son down the road. And uh, fortunately, I've been busy the last few months assembling this live double CD to get out and share. So that's kind of kept me occupied. And my beautiful wife, Amy's running the ship here, cooking good food for us. And uh, that's about it, man. Kind of a, I had a lot of touring ahead of me that had to go away, of course. And uh, so I'm glad I had this record to focus on. Yeah, now in the past, when you've had breaks between Bruce and Crazy Horse tours, of course, this is different, and, and no way of knowing yet when live shows will return. Yeah, you know, I, I got greedy. I had a, a few months booked with uh, Neil Young and Crazy Horse starting April 29th, and very excited to get back out and play with them. We made a new album last October, came out um, called Colorado. At the end of the year, I was hoping to do another run with this great weathered band on the new um, Double Live CD. And, yeah. and then, of course, uh, we were optimistic maybe next year we'd get out for a long year with Bruce and E Street. So it's all gone away for the time being. But, you know, I'm living in the possibility that uh, it won't be too long before we do a big turnaround and uh, can get out and play and sing again. And also, you know, Amy and I used to go out to live shows regularly, which we love to do, and that's not really safe right now. I've talked to other musicians recently, Nils, who say that this has actually been a great time to write and record stuff. But as you say, you put together this 16-track weathered album while on the road, right? Well, we recorded it. It's all live. And um, I really wasn't, I wanted, I hadn't played with an electric band in over 15 years, and I didn't want to record the shows. I was going to go out, go town to town, and just really let it rip electrically and have fun. And at the last minute, um, before we blasted off from our home here, where we put the show together, my wife Amy, uh, you know, insisted that we record it just to have. And sure enough, at the end of the tour, I listened to some rough mixes and realized there was a really great vibe and something special and different going on with this band and that led to me spending the you know most of this year uh mixing it up uh, with an engineer friend kind of remotely from baltimore to here and assembling this record to release uh, and you know i'm glad we got it out yeah it's got some real gems on it of course including two songs that you penned with lou reed don't let your guard down and give what was that process like writing with lou reed you know what? Bob Ezrin on the Nils album way back in 79 asked Lou if he'd help us with uh, some co-writing. And Lou was open to the idea, had me to his house for a long night where, um, of all things, uh, he's a big NFL fan. And we rooted for the uh, Cowboys-Redskins game <laughs> against each other and kind of bonded through football, which surprised me. I'm a big fan and played a lot as a kid. 
And um, we decided since I had a lot of music, I'd send him a cassette. And three weeks later, he woke me up at 4.30 in the morning and said he'd been up with no sleep for three days and nights. had finished 12 complete sets of lyrics. Wow. Get a pad and pencil, he'll dictate them to me. <laughs> it's kind of a painless writing style. He used three, I used three, I put out two cents, and then, of course, sadly, we lost Lou. Yeah. And I realized the songs that no one had ever heard had to be on my latest Blue with Lou album. Uh, studio record and uh, this this band is that Blue with Lou band it came on the road with my brother Tommy uh, long long histories with all the musicians and players and having Cindy out there to sing with us really kicked us in the butt and gave us a whole new dynamic too so we had a it was a joyful tour. We had a ball, a lot of reckless jamming, and we wanted to share it. I was going to ask about your background singer, uh, Cindy, because uh, one of my favorite songs is Too Many Miles, which you actually wrote for Bonnie Bramlett. And man, what a soulful voice, uh, the harmony she adds to this project. And, and you know, it's, it's beautiful because early on, you know, I said, Cindy and I got to work a lot together on the Wrecking Ball tour. And my wife Amy and I actually uh, would go see the Seeger sessions and met Cindy when she was out with Bruce. And we became very, very good friends in a state. So, but I, I implored Cindy in the rehearsal, say, look, Cindy, if you get an idea, don't talk to me about it the next sound check. Just sing it. You know, I like you to scat and anything you hear, you know, to use your voice as an instrument past the harmony parts with my brother, of course, and, and uh, Kevin McCormick. And she did, and, and it shows. That, that's one of my favorite tracks where you can see when the band drops down after the, you know, we sing the duet bridges together. She just improvises these beautiful colors and fills. Yeah. It's just totally off the top of her head, and that's what I wanted, and it really made the band, uh, gave it a whole new, other dynamic. When you're doing your thing away from the E Street Band and Crazy Horse, what do you do purposely that is different from from those two other bands? You know, there's a lot of similarities. I think maybe I'll encourage um, Neil and Bruce both really kind of just point us in the direction and leave us on. There's a lot of hands off, letting people just add their own thing. I, I think I take that to to an extreme in the sense I really ask all the people in the band, if I'm lucky enough to get players like this, to just, you know, I don't do much coaching. I just, yeah. look, if you hear it and feel it, play it. And really want them to, you know, surprise all of us. We all interact and, you know, at no, no show is the same. We never play the same song twice the same way. So it, it allows for a lot of creativity and, and, and fun surprises to keep us all inspired as we go. Is playing with your own band, because I'm assuming it is kind of like a vacation that refreshes you for your other jobs? Well, I don't know if I'd call it a vacation. Um, <laughs> it, it, it does. Uh, look, I was 17 when I met Neil Young and David Briggs, his great producer. By 18, I was living in Topanga Canyon with David making the After the Gold Rush album. And I still remember going to work with David um, in his old beat-up VW bug, listening to Creedence Clearwater, saying, hey, it's fun not to be the band leader every day of your life. <laughs> right. I learned at a young age that I really love being in great bands. And there's a lot of non-musical work that a band leader does that goes away when I'm in those other bands. But I love being a band leader, too, and quite happy, especially to have an electric guitar. And if something else in Too Many Miles, you'll notice the band hits. I play an electric lick, and then I stop playing. You'll hear me clapping my hands. It was nice, because I do acoustic shows where you're always on. And it was nice just to stand there in the middle of this great band and do nothing. 
just dance around, bop my head, clap my hands, not have to sing or play. And I really took advantage of that freedom, having a great band around me. And can you believe you've been doing this for 50 years, Nils? Yeah, you know, t- next month's 52. <laughs> next month is September, completes 52 years on the road. No, I can't believe it, but <laughs> I'm grateful. And uh, man, you know, I, I, I've been blessed to uh, play with so many great bands, which I love to do. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, hoping I can get back out there and do it again. But now the name of the game is to stay safe and healthy and until uh, we can all go out safely and ask people to gather. And uh, we all miss it. I miss being in audiences. I miss being on stage. But, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to lay low. And uh, I'm going to have to start writing another album soon because I can't just sit around and wait. Yeah. And it is very strange. First time, I think, in my life I haven't been planning or studying for a record. You know, I was deep into work, getting ready for the Neil Young Crazy Horse Tour, and poof, everything went away. But, um, you know, I play every day a little bit. Sometimes it's accordion, piano. I'll um, get my little phone with a dinky little two-inch fuzzy uh, speaker and a little amp and uh, play along with B.B. King, Muddy Waters, Howlin' Wolf, Neil Young, Bruce, whatever, just the great blues uh, and uh, Albert King, and just jam a bit. Uh, I haven't been doing a lot of writing. I've had a case of the blues, admittedly. This whole thing's got me down a little bit, but yeah. thanks to my great wife and my dogs and being able to pick up instruments and play, I'm, I'm living in a good possibility we'll be out there before too long doing it again. Well, we're all happy that we can pick up Weathered. It's available August 21st at Amazon.com and NilsLofgren.com. Nice catching up with you and uh, continued good luck and stay safe, you and the family. It's great to talk to you again, and thanks for spreading the word on Weathered. And uh, hope before too long we can do this again. All right, Nils, thank you. Bye-bye. All, all the best. Thank you. You can just sense the restlessness that Nils is experiencing being at home all this time, but he's not one to sit around, and I'm thinking that once he gets going on another album, it's going to be another great one. That does it for this episode of The Fake Show. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you back here next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.